0: hey guys albert here in case you guys don't know we're not supposed to have an episode this week for the councilman because we're taking a one-week break but i decided why the hell not just post something maybe people can enjoy out of it so this the following clip is not from an actual podcast episode but it is from my own personal youtube channel at jaw movies in case you guys don't know i have a youtube channel which i create content for movie related as well and you can also find the video version of our podcast in there, Jaw Movies. Go ahead, check it out. J-A-W Movies, one word. And yeah, this upcoming episode is going to be a 20, 30 minutes episode where I talk about my top 10 favorite movies of 2019 since The Councilman is not planning to do that particular subject. So I'm like, eh, why the hell not share my thoughts on the top 10 movies of 2019? And yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy it. And until next week where everyone will be back, hopefully. See ya. What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video from my channel. Uh we are here at the end of the decade. New Year's is just just around the corner. 2019 is finally coming to an end. And I am real excited to share with you guys my personal top 10 favorite movies, aka the best movies of 2019. And no, this is not the definitive best movie of 2019 because once again movies are very subjective people have different lists every single time and these are my personal favorite top 10 best movies 2019 my personal favorite once again even though i say best by that i mean my favorite more more or less and yeah i'm not gonna go into full deep uh review for each of them because i might have either reviewed them separately in a video in my channel or I did them as a part of my podcast, The Councilman Show, which you guys should definitely check it out every Monday that we drop new episodes. Uh and yeah, this will I will be talking about honorable mentions, I'll be talking about top 10 films and I'll be discussing brief point and so on. Hopefully it doesn't go on for too long. And I've been doing this for the past few years. Uh previous year I did it on IGTV because I didn't have access to YouTube live stream, but now I'm able to do this. So I'm excited to share my list. Uh, for 2019 and like i said let's just get into the honorable mentions first before we go through the my main top 10 films the first honorable mention is ready or not uh, starring samara weaving i thought this film was really fun it was it knows what it was it knows what it is supposed to be and it just embraces it and it really was it really pays off in terms of how fun and how exciting and how it's just a brilliant brilliant film great performance as well the other honorable mentions is joker walking phoenix and an amazing It is not my favorite interpretation of the character although i respect what the film does does for the genre that's why it's in the honorable mention the next one we have uh dr sleep starring ewan mcgregor playing danny torrance the sequel to the shining and i love the shining so of course this one have to be in the honorable mentions it just didn't make the cut Knives Out, The Murder Mystery by Ryan Johnson was a great film, great ensemble cast. Toy Story 4, an amazing animated film, also in my honorable mention. And this one is probably my toughest cut out of the honorable mentions because I really, really want to make it on the main list. And it is Fighting With My Family. Uh, This film has been in my top 10 among my favorite films throughout the whole year. It's been sticking around. And I was just unable to make it uh make it, make it go through the final cut of the final 10 it was just this this film was this film was really it's it's an amazing film I love what it does and it, I hit I think it just hit me in the right time for this film to come out but yeah uh this film settled does not make the top 10 but that is all for the honorable mentions and let's now go to the main list the actual list of the top 10 films so, coming in at number 10. And this one was a, I I don't want to say it's a surprise hit because I did see the review, but I was, I did not expect what this film was at all about. And it is Uncut Gems coming at number 10. Um, I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan. And the fact that this is an Adam Sandler movie and he's doing it all for his performance it is incredible. I am not familiar with the Safety brothers. I know they did good time and that's what sort of, I guess their, their breakout hit, I might be wrong, but it was from last year and I, I, I didn't see it. And apparently they're good at making very thrilling, anxiety driven, like pressure a film. And I did not expect that going in. And I was like, am I having an anxiety attack? What's going on? Because the film just, uh, just keeps on going and the pacing is incredible. By the way, before I go forward, there might be potential spoilers for all the upcoming films that I'm gonna be talking about. So just watch that, watch out for that one. So, anyway, Uncle Gems. Adam Sandler did an amazing job. Julia Fox in this film was amazing. Kevin Garnett in this film was great. Uh so yeah, this film, just an interesting story about uh Adam Sandler's character, Howie, and being in the Diamond District of New York and just being a gambler. It's just a really well done story. The pacing is incredible. It's very high tension, and um, it's just just a very well-performed, well-written, well-executed film with a, it's perfect, it's just a great casting of Adam Sandler, because if another person was cast in this particular role, I don't think it would have worked as well as uh, what happened to Adam Sandler's character. So a great film throughout that makes it to my number 10 uncut gems big surprise took me off by surprise and it's a really well done film all right my number nine in this list is Met um uh, so a lot of people might not use the word love to express their uh their feelings for this film but i am willing to actually say that i i love this film i adore this film this film is a freaking experience I saw Hereditary last year, uh, it was last year, 2018, yeah, from, of course, from Ari Aster. And I know some people like Hereditary more. I think Mitsumar is the much, it's a better experience as a film. I thought it's a m- more incredible film because of what it makes me feel. It is just brilliant. It's, first of all, Florence Pugh, I mentioned her in uh, Fighting With My Family. I met some Florence Hughes back here again. She did a phenomenal job. She already stole my heart in this particular film. And might be again. But this film in particular, amazing story, the gore is incredible. It's you might feel sick watching it, but I was just so immersed in the experience and it's just, it's just very well done. Uh it disturbs me to my core. But it's just an experience that i will not forget anytime soon and i guess that's once again the key point is the experience of it and i really really adore what this film was able to do so yeah number nine for me is Somar. all right coming in at number eight and this one is probably the most recent edition uh the most recent watch for me and it is Little Women uh, directed by Greta Gerwig starring Emma Watson Saoirse Ronan uh, uh, Laura Dern is in there, Meryl Streep is in there, Timothy Chalamet is in there. And of course, once again, we gotta have Florence Pugh in there. And I already mentioned, I love Florence Pugh in Fighting With My Family. I adore Florence Pugh in Midsommar. Oh my God, Florence Pugh steals every single scene she's in in Little Women. It's a great ensemble cast. I think a lot of them is gonna get uh, Oscar nominated, uh, particularly Saoirse Ronan for Uh, best best actress and hopefully Florence Pugh for best supporting actress because great performance. I didn't realize Alexander Displat did the score until the very end and which is why the score is very it's very nice very soothing. I saw a review on Letterboxd mentioning how this film is like if you were to express a hug in the form of a film this film would be it and I can sort of see that it's just very warm for this time of the year it's very it's an emotional film, a very well-told story about family, about friendship, about the importance of being an individual, being with others. Just, It's a very heartfelt film, well-executed, very well-directed. I thought the how they handled the different timelines and everything like that is very well done. I've never, I'm not familiar with the Little Women films before. I'm not familiar with the books and the play. So this was my first time experiencing experiencing it. And I thought it was a very well-done job by Greta Gurwik. This and Lady Bird. I trust her in whatever she does next. And yeah, once again, this year is the year of Florence Pugh. I've been saying it. Lots of people agree with me that this is the year of Florence Pugh. So I'm really excited for her in this particular role, Midsommar, and of course, time with my family. So yeah, we got, uh, we got that at number eight. All right, at number seven. Now, this film has been... In my mind, ever since it came out, it has been a film that is very much rewatchable, very enjoyable, very funny, a great coming of age flick. And this film is book smart, coming in at number seven. Uh, Olivia Wilde, directorial debut. is incredible that this is her directorial debut. And of course it star, uh, oh my God, I'm f- blanking on their name. Caitlin endeavor and Beanie Feldstein. Uh, and yeah, people say this is the modern day Super Bad. I, th- I don't know if this is a controversial like uh comment, but I thought that this is a way better, way more fun film, way funnier film than Super Bad anyway. But I don't want to compare and contrast. But yeah, this film I thought was really funny, really well written. Uh, just the friendship of Caitlin Dever and Benny Felstein's character alone just steals the show throughout. There are several unique takes. Uh, Billy Lord, who's who plays Gigi, stole a lot of scene in this particular film, and I really, I just really adore it. It's just such an easy watch, a feel good movie, a very, very watchable film, and I just couldn't get it out of my head ever since I saw it uh, this summer, and it's just very well done. Uh, I still think not a lot of people have seen it, which is such a disappointment because a lot more people need to have seen this film because it's just it's such a good film and it's a blast and literally the the tagline for this film or in the poster at least uh getting straight A's giving zero F's it's just the perfect tagline for this film and it's just a blast of a film to watch so yeah that is my number seven as book smart all right Coming in, coming in at number six. Now this film, this film hits this this film hits me hard. This film was a very great film, and I guess there is a, a speck of representation that I thought was very well done in this film. And let let's just say it. This is the farewell coming in at number six, directed by Lulu Wang, starring Aquafina in this particular film, and. Yeah, like I said, this film hits me hard. I I bawl my eyes out throughout the uh, the film. Uh, If you don't know, this is about a family that has to meet their grandmother because their grandmother is going to pass away. And yeah, it's just a very, the fact that this is a very Asian driven film directed by an Asian American filmmaker starring an Asian-American uh, lead in Aquafina, which I do hope get an Oscar nomination as Best Actress for herself. And that more than half of the film is in Mandarin. And I, even though I'm not fluent in it, I understand it. And it's just it feels very relatable, just, just the culture of it, the fact that it represents this part of the, the Eastern culture, to, per se. It was just very relatable and it's just you don't see that every day out of hollywood so i hope this gets some recognition coming award season but i thought this film the farewell was very well executed very well directed very well written in particular and i just really adore that they once again they go mixed with english and with mandarin and just the performance itself is incredible so yeah the farewell is my number six in this list now uh, the next two films are both very feel-good movie. And my number five for this one right now is Jojo Rabbit, directed by Taika Waititi, starring Taika Waititi, playing Adolf <laughs> Hitler. Uh, and we also have Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson in this particular film, who also have a big year this year. We got Sam Rockwell. We got Thomason McKenzie and... Oh, my God. I'm blanking on the kid's name right now. But, yep, we got the kid right there. Is it Thomas Griffin? Ah, oh my God. I'm going to fact check this right now. I should have. I usually remember, but I can't remember right now. It's something Griffin Jr. It is Roman, Roman Griffin Davis. Roman Griffin Davis. There's no Jr. in it. But, yeah, Jojo Rabbit. It's just a feel-good movie. And the fact that a movie starring about a kid who has an imaginary imaginary friend who is Adolf Hitler. And it being one of the sweetest, most charming, heartfelt film, yet funny, yet very genuine, yet had a very important message, is an incredible feat by Taika Waititi. And I thought the film was just perfect throughout. It's definitely his best film to date. Like, once again, great performance by Scarlett Johansson, really funny um it has it has a great score as well and the uh, robin griffin davis had an amazing performance thomas and mckenzie as well uh, there are lots of particular iconic moments that i can quote and it's just heartfelt it's just a really sweet film about uh learning your heroes and where you fit in and everything like that and it's just a really well done film and yeah that's why jojo rabbit is my number five in this list all right coming in at number four in this list this is another feel good movie and I feel like it's a very underrated film, Ford v Ferrari. Uh, you guys might know, well, if you guys know me personally, you guys know I'm not the big car guy. And my friend can testify to that. Yeah, the fact that this made it up this high proved that this you don't have to be a car person to love this film. This movie was phenomenal. I feel like I was having a ride, I was having, like Mitzelmar, I was having an experience throughout, in particular, the final scene where they're actually in the 24-hour race, in case you don't know, this is a battle between Le Mans, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, I uh, 24-hour race, and it stars Matt Damon and Christian Bale as Carol Shelby, and, oh my God, I'm blanking on the guy's name once again, Ford V Ferrari, is Christian Bale and Ken Miles, Carol, Carol Shelby, and Ken Miles as uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale, and once again, a brilliant experience. I was, I feel like I was in the race in the very end, not because of how they shoot it, but the way how they build up to it, build up to it, that you are just so invested. They make it sort of like a sports film, I guess, a sports film, sort of in a race but they make it very heartfelt, they make it very underdog story, like what most sports film, good sports film are able to do. But the fact that they take this and they take a political business story and they make it something so exciting and so um, very much accessible for every audience, even if you're not a big car guy, you will enjoy this great performance. I don't think, sadly, I don't think they will be stopping the Oscars in terms of acting probably directing probably i don't know what they will get for the oscars i think they'll get snub big time even though i really enjoy and adore this film and it's just a lot of fun and i will rewatch this film any day just because of how how much fun i had and once again these my best films are my favorite films and that's why this one is number four in my list all right number three in my particular list is so i think still one of the one of the very best film of the year, of course. is top three. And it's very hard that this film got top. It was my number one for the longest time. Uh, and it is Avengers Endgame. I, I, you guys might know, I'm a huge Marvel fan. I am a huge Avengers fan. I love AMCU. MCU. And Avengers Endgame was just perfect. It's just a perfect film. My favorite MCU film to date. It's just the it puts a nail in the coffin in the Infinity saga. Infinity War did an amazing job to do it throughout the film. And Avengers Endgame did an amazing job wrapping up the saga. Everything about it is just incredible. The more that I think about it, and I've seen montages uh, literally right before I shoot this, and it literally shoot my mind that this is probably my favorite. This film has my favorite third act of any film ever especially the portal scene. Uh, spoilers, everyone has seen Avengers, I mean. that portal scene with the Alan Silvestri score and portals, I get emotional. I uh, feel like I wanna cry every time I see that particular scene just because I grew up reading comics, I saw, saw this TV show, I imagine stuff in my head of what could possibly happen and the fact that it does happen. And they didn't do it in the, in the fact of fan service and they just do it right in terms of story and the buildup and everything, it just feels worth it, feels well deserved. I just get emotional every time, all the particular characters, everything. It's definitely, once again, my favorite third act of all time. I feel like that's it. I don't think anything can compete at this point. And as a whole, it's a brilliant film involving time travel, splitting up all the characters, making you emotional in the very end with Tony's arc, getting everyone's screen time with uh, Steve as well, with poor and everyone else. Uh, It's just very well done and a great action film, perfect to start the summer. And once again, the the fact that it's MCU really resonated with me, and that's why it's number three. All right, number two in this list is a film from Netflix, and it is Marriage Story. Like I said, Florence, you have a big year this year. Another actress that have a big year this year is Scarlett Johansson with Jojo Rabbit, with Avengers Endgame, and now with Marriage Story as well and I feel like both Scarlett Johansson and M Driver will get nominated for their respective uh, supporting actor and supporting actress performance. In this one, Noah Baumbach directed this. It has a very subtle score that I do adore, and it's just a very well written. The dialogue is just great. The pacing is very amazing, and just the story, just how raw it is. It feels so raw. It feels so real that you are just so immersed in it, and you you feel bad for either party. And in case you guys don't know, this film is about uh, two married couple who's going through divorce. And how, like I said, it's just really raw, and that's what is the main selling point of it. Uh, I go into this film not knowing much about it. I was just impressed by the uh, performance. That was something I was looking for. I didn't expect this film to hit me this hard and it was just very it was full of heart uh, very emotional very well written once again that is like i think that's the biggest takeaway for this film Mary's story was just very well written and i just adore everything about it uh yeah once again laura Dern did an amazing job i think she might get nominated for a supporting actress but this film was just a uh, incredible film coming out of netflix and Netflix is having a big year this year in terms of good films And yeah, this one, it has to be number two just because of how much it resonated with me right after. All right, my number one film of the year. And I can't remember when I see this film exactly, but as soon as I saw this film, I know that this film is going to be number one. And I know it's number one for a lot of people as well. And this film is Parasite oh my god this film is i don't know where to begin talking about this film and i'm not gonna try to spoil it because in case you guys are watching and you guys still don't know because this is a f- foreign film from south korea directed by bong jun ho and you might know him from snowpiercer or okja and i go into this film not didn't knowing it, didn't know anything only have seen okja from his previous film which i I like it but I didn't love it and this film was just mesmerizing it it talks about there is great message in it in terms of the uh, poly, the class differences which I thought they did really well uh, great performance from everyone once again and it's just very interesting seeing this a bit spoiler two families from the higher higher class family and the lower class family colliding and what's going on in terms of their relationship between those two families. And it just, you thought it was going one way and then boom, something something happens. And it is just incredible. It is a, most of this film, almost all this film that I mentioned, Midsommar, Avengers Endgame, Marriage Story, Parasite, uh, Forfus Ferrari, those films are great experiences. And that I guess was the biggest takeaway. And it has heart as well. All of, all of the films that I put in here, I, it, it has lots of heart. And that's something that I look forward in film. And that's why Parasite is number one. It just had everything going right for it. And there is nothing wrong about it. And maybe I can nitpick right now, but it's just, it's just a very good film. I can rewatch it any day. I want to show it to everyone who have not seen it just because of how mesmerizing and how incredible this film is and how much it took me by surprise so yeah that is my number one film of 2019 and that is Parasite so once again that is uh, my all my films from 2019 let's go over the recap again number 10 number 10 I have Uncut Gems number nine Midsommar number eight Little Women number seven I have Booksmart number six The Farewell Number five, Jojo Rabbit. Number four, Four vs Ferrari. Number three, Avengers: Endgame. Number two, Marriage Story, and number one, Parasite. So, guys, uh, that is my list for my favorite films of 2019. What is your top ten films of 2019, or just your favorite films of 2019? Let me know in the comment section below what you what you think of it. What you think of my list? Do you agree? Do you disagree? And like I said, this film has this year has been a great year for movies, in particular and i just adore it and there are still so many films that i have yet to watch that uh, i'm it might take it to my list but i think this is just solid i don't think it will make a difference i have yet to see 1917 at rob Planet by the lights waves but i don't think any of them is going to touch any of this at this point maybe 1917 but who knows but yeah thank you guys for watching leave a like if you enjoyed this video and you want to see the channel to grow Leave a comment once again. Let me know what your thoughts are on my list. And let me, I want to hear your own list too. And maybe there are some recommendations of films that I missed that I should. So let me know in the comments section below. And you can follow me on social media at uh, It's spelled J-A-W-I-R-A-D-H-A-R-F-A. Just like that in the banner right there. And subscribe to my channel at John Movies, to see more videos like this. And like I said, I do have a podcast, The Councilman Show. And we, as of now, we're dropping a, an episode on Wednesday, right on New Year's. And after that, we'll be dropping it on Mondays. we changing the schedule and everything. So look forward to all of that. So thank you guys for watching uh, once again. Leave a like, leave a comment. And until next time, ciao out.